Um, I've been tasked to uh, speak this morning on being thankful for mentorship. And as Brother Jerry uh, said in the opening announcements, we've been going through a series um, of being thankful for different things. We started off, uh, Brother Michael spoke to us about being thankful for a standard, having something to look to, the Word of God, showing us how we need to live, giving us something to aim for, the standard. That's where we need to be uh, what we need to be looking to hit, having something to aim for. Brother Mario spoke to us last week about accountability and how he's thankful for accountability and having people holding him accountable to the standard. And then this week we're going to speak on mentorship and the next week on uh, leadership. And if you haven't noticed already, these things kind of intertwine together. Um, it's all... In, in my opinion, to help us, these three individuals, maybe an accountability partner, mentor, and leadership, are all there to help us to be successful. And uh, hopefully you see the, the thread in all, in all of these, um, but those three different individuals are there to help us hit that standard uh, to ultimately uh, make it to, to heaven one day. Um, to start off with, I'm going to give you, I guess, a little personal um, example of, of mentorship in my life or a lack of mentorship in certain um, parts of my life. But as I was growing up, um, I wasn't here in this congregation. Um, going through my late teens and my early 20s, I struggled in several different ways. Um, I was going to church, I was there three times a week, I was involved, but I was living two different lives. I was living one way in front of my Christian brothers and sisters, and when I was off with my friends, I was a completely different person. And at the time, I didn't have anybody that I looked to as my mentor, as my spiritual mentor. I'm not blaming anybody for not being my mentor, I put more blame on myself. Because I believe in a mentor-mentee relationship, there's more responsibility on the mentee than there is the mentor. Um, I do believe that individuals have responsibilities to help guide people that are maybe younger than them, that need help, but there has to be a willing mentee in order to be mentored. So I'm not blaming anybody, it's, it was my fault. And, it, and I struggled because I had nobody that I looked to for guidance on how I needed to live my life in order to hit that standard. Um, Career-wise, um, when I was in high school, towards the end of high school, I um, knew that I was through with school. I wasn't going to college. I had it in my head. I was just going to work, and I was going to go make money by working. And I saw myself uh, starting off, and I knew I was going to be down at the bottom of the, the totem pole and had to work my way up. And I saw myself nowhere near where I am today, but figured I'd be working on my tools, hard labor for the rest of my life. That's kind of where I saw myself. And I'll tell you this morning, I'm not against college. I don't want you to think I'm against college because I didn't go to college. I think college is a great thing for, for people. 
but it wasn't for me at that point in my life. So the last several years, um, I've had an individual that I look to as my mentor in my career. And I've grown a lot, and I've made it to the point where I'm a superintendent over large construction sites over the plumbing and the, the air conditioning. Way past where I thought I would ever be because I had somebody guiding me and pushing me into that, that role. And I will tell you that this individual that I look to as my mentor does not see me stopping where I'm at right now either. And it's hard for me to see myself going further, but this individual is pushing me to be better, pushing me to, to, to be better than where I see myself being. And that's what I think mentorship is about. And I'm thankful for that mentorship. The last few years here at, at College Park, there's individuals that I look to as my mentor. And hopefully, the past few years, you've seen spiritual growth in myself. Because there's things being that, that have taken place this, the past several years that have pushed me to be better than what I thought I could be as well. So as we look at mentorship, I want to look at um, the main verse uh, that I want to put before you is Proverbs chapter 11 and 14. It says, where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. The Bible doesn't use the word mentor or mentorship or anything like that, but we see in several locations in, in the Bible, it talks about counselors. And in, in here, um, Proverbs 11, it talks about where there is no guidance. When there, you have no one to guide you, it's saying that people fall because there is no guidance. And I'm, I can tell you that's true from personal experience in my life. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. That's where I want to be. You, you think of safety and it's, it's comforting knowing that you're safe. And that's where you're at when you have an abundance of counselors. When you have multiple individuals you can look up to that can give you advice and help you out um, as you live life. I want to start off looking at what is a mentor. I found a couple definitions that I think uh, fit real uh, close to what we're going to talk about this morning. Um, the first one being a wise and trusted counselor or teacher. So we talked about the Bible using the word counselor, and that's in this definition as well. But there's two words that stick out in that to me. The first one being wise. When you're seeking counsel from somebody, you're not going to go to somebody who is unwise or foolish. They need to have some wisdom behind them. And trusted. Trusted uh, meaning that you can, you can trust in this person. You have faith in this person. If you don't trust them, how are you going to trust them to help guide you in the direction you're going in your life? But you, you want somebody who is wise and trusted. And then next is an influential sponsor or supporter. Somebody who has influence in your life. Somebody who's going to support you. That's what a mentor is. And in my own words, a mentor is someone who, who takes... Um, an interest in helping others become successful. That's what we talked about earlier. I think that's what these, this whole series is about, is to help us all uh, be successful. 
Next, I want to look at what is the role of a mentor. I found this picture online, and I, I like all the different points that it makes around this topic of, of mentoring. And uh, it all starts out with someone who is going to set goals and give direction. Someone who's going to coach you. And what does a coach do? They train, they motivate, they support, they give advice. And if you notice the, the little green man up in the top right-hand corner, it says success. With all these things together, that equals success. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 22 says, Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Again, that is what a mentor is all about, is to help their mentee succeed, to have success. If you would, turn with me to Titus chapter 2. We'll read the first eight verses there. Titus chapter 2, starting in verse 1, says, But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teaching show integrity, dignity, and sound speech that cannot be condemned, so that an opponent may be put to shame, having nothing evil to say about us. You know, we're talking about mentorship, and obviously we're in a church setting. This is, we're talking more spiritual mentorship. And the first verse of, of that uh, reading that we just read talks about... Um, older men and older women teaching the younger certain things. And in being a mentor, you have to make sure what you're teaching is in accordance with sound doctrine. That's what that first verse is saying in this, in this reading. And then it goes on to talk about what the women should teach and what the men should teach. And some of the things that I've pulled out of it, the men are to teach the younger men self-control, how to control yourself. And I think this is the most difficult one up there, is controlling yourself, controlling your mind, controlling your body, controlling your speech. Self-control. If you can learn how to control yourself, the other things come a lot easier. Um, integrity. Integrity... Um, Looking up a, a definition for that is being honest and having strong moral principles. Teach them how to be honest. Teach them how to live with integrity. Dignity, um, being worthy of respect. Teach them how to live their life in a way that I, I, I would say demands respect, but not, it's not demanding. It's naturally respect comes with the way that they're living. Teach the young men these things. And then teach them sound speech, how to talk, 
what to say, when to say it, how to say it, because sometimes you can say things in a way that somebody might take it in a different way. These are all important things that men can be, older men can be teaching the younger men. Women, to love your husbands and your children. Again, self-control, how to control yourself. Purity, how to be workers at home. Kind, to be submissive to your husband. These are things that the older women should be teaching the younger women in the congregation. And I believe that a lot of these things, that's what this is talking about, is this mentorship idea. The role, let's read 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. It talks about all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. The role of a Christian mentor is to use God's word to teach, to correct, and to train the mentee to be competent, equipped Christians to be successful through God's word. Now I want to look at if you're somebody here this morning and you're looking for a mentee, I want to look at some things that you should look for when you're looking Uh, for a mentee or for a mentor. Number one, you want someone who's going to be honest with you. Brother Mario spoke last week on accountability partners. And when you're looking for an accountability partner, you want somebody to be honest with you. You don't always need a cheerleader and somebody to tell you how great you're doing. You need somebody who's going to be honest with you. You know, um, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 15 talks about teaching the truth and love. And that's what you, you want from a mentor is someone who loves you enough to tell you the truth and somebody who's going to do that in a loving way. Someone to be honest with you. To tell you where you can improve. What you're doing wrong. Someone who's honest with you. Someone who is a good model. Um, I believe it's 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. Paul talks about... Uh, be, Im- be an imitator of, of me as I am of Christ, saying, I'm following Christ, who is who we should all be following, but you can imitate the things that I'm doing because I'm following Christ. Find someone who's a good model. Someone, nobody's perfect, but we need to look for somebody who is looking to that standard, and that's the way they're living their life, is, is always pointing towards that standard, and they're showing Christ through the way they live. Look for someone who is a good model. Someone who is open and transparent. Um, You know, it's real easy for us to, to say that I've sinned in my life. We all know that. We, we've all sinned, but how easy is it for somebody to say, you know what, this is what I did. This is how I messed up. This is how I got through this issue. It's not. It's difficult. But that's what you need to look for in a mentor. Somebody who's willing to share those things, the mistakes they've made, the things that they've done that were wrong to help you maybe not make those mistakes or help you to get out of those same mistakes that you're making. You need someone who who can do that for you. Someone that's open and transparent. 
someone you have a personal connection with. You know, there may be a great individual that you look up to, but you don't have a lot in common with. It's hard to hold a conversation with different things like that. Maybe that's not the best mentor for you. You need to have a personal connection with someone that you can open up to yourself and talk about your life and the way things are going and the way the direction you want to go. You need to have a personal connection with them. And then finally, uh, someone who challenges you. Just like I said in my career, my, my mentor I look to career-wise has challenged me and pushed me to be more than what I thought I could be. And that's what you need to look for in a spiritual mentor as well. Someone who's going to push you to be better than you think you can be. Someone who challenges you. For the last little bit of uh, our time together this morning, I want to look at uh, the importance of mentorship. Um, why is mentorship important? The first reason why mentorship is important is to have somebody there to help you sharpen your sword. Uh, we've read this verse a, a few times over the last couple of months, but Proverbs 27 and 17 says, Iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. You need somebody there that's going to help sharpen your sword. Somebody there, there that's going to help you, guide you through God's word, to show you the standard, to help you gain wisdom in God's word. Somebody to help sharpen you. Second thing, having someone there to pick you up if you fall. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10 says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. It is a great blessing to have somebody there to pick you up when you fall. Having somebody there that can help you up and encourage you to keep on going... Don't give up. Let's, this, is, this is where we're heading. Let's focus on the goal. Let's get up and, and do it again. And then having someone there to help you reach your ultimate goal. We talk about success, and that success in the, in spiritually is heaven. Proverbs 13 and 14 says, The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. That's our goal. That's our success is heaven. And that's why that's the importance of mentorship right there. I want to do something a little bit different this morning. If I could get anybody who is 20 years old or younger or in their 20s, so 29 and younger to stand up. So they're is a statistic that 70% of self-identified Christian young people stop attending church in their 20s. So if you look around and you look at all these individuals that are standing up, statistics say that 7 out of 10 of them won't be in their church by the time they're out of their 20s. I want to tell you that's unacceptable. 70%. I look out there, I see my kids. I'm doing what I can. 
but they need people to step up and be mentors. To help guide them. Seventy percent, that's unacceptable. We gotta change that. Then eighty-nine percent of mentees go on to mentor others. Eighty-nine percent. So almost nine out of ten of them, if they have a mentor, will go on to mentor somebody else. And then now we're, because we've had mentors, and now those mentees are now mentoring other people, now we've built this culture where people are sticking together, they're helping each other out, they're guiding others. And I'm telling you, if if we can take this mentorship idea and apply it in our church, this room won't be big enough in 15 years from now. We'll be building another building because we're going to fill this room up. And that's why I'm thankful for mentorship. It's changed my life. And I believe it can, it's changed others that are standing. And it can change the ones that are, the, young, the really young ones that are standing here this morning. And that's the importance of mentorship. You can sit down. This morning, I want to encourage you. if you're a young person, to find someone that you can look up to. Find someone who can help guide you. Be willing to listen to advice. Older individuals, be willing to help those younger people out. It can make a huge change in somebody's life. 